0: All right, Detroit sports betters, welcome back to another edition of the Detroit sports betters podcast. I am Matt Wallace, and today we are going to be focusing a little bit more on the NFL free agency, maybe some draft futures, where some players are landing. Like I've been saying, the Detroit sports betters podcast is really going to mix it up going forward in the upcoming weeks. One week we might hit some NBA, some NBA futures, MVP futures, whatever that may be and then another week we might do some UFC, and right now we are back to some NFL and some NFL free agency odds, okay? But with that being said, before we get into the odds and before we talk some free agent specifics, gotta shout out our proud partners at DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now, turn your love of blackjack slots and roulette into something even more special with DraftKings Casino. This week, new customers can get up to $50 in free credits just for signing up, plus a deposit bonus of up to $2,000. The best part, it's all right on your phone or desktop, so you can play from anywhere. DraftKings Casino has all the big name casino games plus exclusive offerings you can't find anywhere else. This includes an array of popular slot games like Diamond Hearts, 88 Fortune, and Fire Buffalo. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code DSB to get up to $50 in free credits plus a deposit bonus of up to $2,000. That's promo code DSB only at DraftKings Casino. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Help Hotline at 800-270-7117. 21 plus, Michigan only. Restrictions apply. Deposit and bonus amounts require 15 times playthrough at various contribution rates. See DraftKings.com casino for details. All right, guys. Let's get right into it today and start talking some NFL free agency talk and I kind of want to start with Aaron Rodgers because the whole Aaron Rodgers thing is so odd to me how he's putting out or was putting out these cryptic messages like he was going to go to the Denver Broncos, saying how much he like appreciates certain people on his Instagram, even saying how he appreciates his ex-fiance after they broke up it's a very very odd thing something I would never do and I'd imagine the listeners would never do as well but after all of that once everything clears the smoke cloud settles Aaron Rodgers is going back to the Green Bay Packers and to me what the hell is different What the hell is different? I don't know about you guys, but my faith in Aaron Rodgers has gone out the window. He has had the team necessary year in and year out to go and win a Super Bowl. And I'm sorry, the man is not clutch in the playoffs. When they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two years ago when Tom Brady won the Super Bowl with the Bucs in his first year, he blew that. I can still recall them being on around the three-yard line and there'd be a quick slant over the middle. And he just wasn't going through his progressions. It was like he let the moment get to him in Green Bay as well. So, I mean, yes, we're from Detroit, so Aaron Rodgers is very frustrating at times. He's done the Lions dirty. He's done us dirty. He's lost me some bets. So I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan, but I do believe he's potentially the most talented quarterback that I have ever watched play i really do believe that yes he has had some great weapons over the years like greg jennings uh uh, jordy nelson you know devonta adams probably the best of them all so he's always had weapons so this stigma with aaron Rodgers that he's never had weapons it's just false it's just it's, it's just false and he likes to create an excuse i mean it's kind of like the lebron james effect you know you never have enough even though you're the mvp even though you're doing this you're doing that You know, and I'm just tired of the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. And now that he's getting paid all this money and it's going to thin out the roster even more, I just don't see it happening. Once again, I don't care where the Green Bay Packers are in terms of odds. They're just not a team that I'm really going to be looking to place a future bet on. And again, I believe Aaron Rodgers is very similar to how Peyton Manning was when he was with the Indianapolis Colts. You know, of course, when... When Peyton Manning went to the Denver Broncos and had one of the greater defenses in the past decade, that changes a lot of things. But I don't believe Aaron Rodgers has that. I don't. You know, the Green Bay Packers are plus 750 to win the Super Bowl currently next year. And there are still some moves that they can make because Jordan Love has now become a tradable asset. But at the same time, if you're a team looking to trade for Jordan Love, you know Green Bay wants to get rid of him. Why would they want to keep him? Yes, maybe to have a capable backup, but that's not that hard in today's NFL. You can go get a Trevor Simeon or someone like that. I believe he could do the same thing as Jordan Love. Every single time Jordan Love has come into the game, it's kind of been a letdown. He has not lived up to what the people have thought. So for me, I'm off the Green Bay Packers going into next season. Just wanted to discuss that Aaron Rodgers, I guess, re-signed with the Packers because I thought the whole thing was weird. I thought it was an unnecessary distraction. But I think that's who Aaron Rodgers is, and I think that's who he's become. Aaron Rodgers is a diva. He is the LeBron James of the NFL. You know, always saying he doesn't have enough. Always sending out these cryptic tweets. You know, what's Aaron Rodgers might... Might do a, a little mirror selfie next and po- post some quote underneath it on Instagram, just like LeBron. So, again, I'm just off the Packers. I'm sick of Aaron Rodgers and all the shit that he's been doing. So, let's move on. Let's go to Russell Wilson and the Broncos because I do think that was very interesting. Um, as for the Seattle Seahawks, it was time. The Seattle Seahawks were—they're just not that same old squad with that, with that defense. You know, they're looking to trade Bobby Wagner now as well. And, you know, it kind of sucks for Jamal Adams, who went from the New York Jets to the Seattle Seahawks thinking uh, or basically saying, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. And now he's in the middle of one of the bigger rebuilds. The Seattle Seahawks are probably the worst team or one of the bottom three yeah, I would, I would say bottom three teams in football right now because they're going to be looking to move their assets now. So, like, they're going to be looking to move D.K. Metcalf. They're looking to move Bobby Wagner, and they are going to start that rebuild. For one, that defense is Swiss cheese. They need a lot, a lot of help there, you know. So I get the move, and Russell Wilson wants to win now, going over it with with Cortland Sutton, with Jerry Judy. You know, I do think it sucks that Noah Fant was involved in that trade. I do enjoy Noah Fant. I think he's a has potential to be a very talented tight end. He's a big body with good hands, moves well, runs good routes. I think he has a lot of potential. I think this Broncos team has a lot of potential. They were top 10 in run defense, top 10 in pass defense. So once again, you know, they have a great pass rusher like Bradley Chubb. And they're also looking to potentially bring back Von Miller, who is actually plus 130 right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, to go back to the Denver Broncos, which is kind of odd because I know he already talked with the Rams and said, let's run it back and whatnot. But having that 1-2 punch with Bradley Chubb, uh, both of them rushing the quarterback, they have great corners as well. And now bringing in Russell Wilson. I do think Russell Wilson has a lot to offer, too, because this Denver Broncos team has a great run game with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. And, you know, again, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, a very good slot receiver. And... Russell Wilson has been in this scenario before. Do if I were to bet my money right now, would it be on the Broncos? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that division is too competitive. I think it's tough. I know I, I guess I knew I know the new staple is like how Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers, you know, they had a great roster in place, they got the quarterback, they went and won it. Same with the Rams. They had the roster in place, they got the quarterback, they went and won it. I don't know about the Broncos though. I don't just because the AFC is so loaded. They're in the same division as the Kansas City Chiefs and the LA Chargers who just landed Khalil Mack as well, which we'll get to. And then they still have the Raiders in that division, which I'm completely out on the Raiders. But nonetheless, still going against the Buffalo Bills. You can still meet the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs. There's just a lot that needs to go right. And there's a lot of teams that you're going to have to face and beat who are very tough. Do the Denver Broncos potentially have the best defense in the AFC now? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Got to see how the draft goes and everything like that. But, you know, Russell Wilson is definitely in a good spot now. Because like I was saying, he has the run game. He can get the play action game going. He has Jerry Judy, more of a slot guy, underneath who's great at route running. Great hands. Then you have Cortland Sutton on the outside and then if tim pat uh yeah it's tim patrick if he's still there that's another great third wideout. i personally believe russell wilson has a lot left in the tank i am not ready like so i haven't made any future bets or anything along those lines just yet and the denver broncos currently are plus 1200 to win the super bowl next year and plus 200 to win their division so Solid odds, but you know, you're still going against the Chiefs. You're still going against the Chargers where, yes, the Chargers did add Khalil Mack, but their biggest Achilles heel was their run defense. Their run defense was the worst in football. I've never seen anything like it. It was so brutal. They couldn't stop anything. And that's actually what caused them to lose. Majority of their games, it was pretty embarrassing at times. So they really need to shore that up. I like the Khalil Mack move. I think it's a smart move for a second and a was it a sixth, second and a sixth, something like that. That's crazy. I'll always take a chance on a player like that. A pure pass rusher, someone who can get to the quarterback. You have to. So now, either within the draft or free agency, still, they need to fill that middle. They need to fill that middle and shore up that run defense because that a hundred percent was their Achilles heel last year if, you know, even bad rushing teams were smoking the Chargers. So I think that's what they need to stir up going forward. And they can be just as competitive as the Broncos or the Chiefs. But for me, the AFC just has too much right now. Too Like so many good teams. Like I was saying again, the, the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Chargers are up there now. You know, we still have the Ravens. They could make a run. There are a lot of good teams in this, and I just feel like in Russell Wilson's first two years there, it's going to be very tough to win a Super Bowl that fast. I think they're going to need to mesh a little bit. I think they're going to need to uh, get some feel for each other and, you know, build this slightly. I think, again, Russell Wilson going over there with a two-year contract left, I think they surely sign an extension and probably do it fast because here's the thing. If you sign a two-year deal with Russell Wilson and you start off bad, then what? You better sure this extension up quick, okay? Just to um, give everyone peace of mind for the franchise, to give Russell Wilson peace of mind, to give the coaching staff peace of mind going forward. I think that would really help for the team and help building, especially for players like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, a lot of their young guys. So that's one thing I think we'll see very quickly. But again, I think, you know, you, you rely on the defense down, down the stretch. You really do. And I think this Denver Broncos defense is going to be top five this year. So obviously, if you ever have a defense like that, you're going to be up there. You're going to be a contender. But currently, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on the Broncos. If they prove me wrong, they prove me wrong. But I think two years is just too little. Maybe next year I'll evaluate again, see what their lineup looks like. But for right now, I am still out on the Broncos. Actually, my preseason favorite is the San Francisco 49ers at plus 1,400. I think there's pretty good odds there. I think there's a chance that Tom Brady could potentially go there. And even if not, I think Trey Lance is a very dynamic quarterback. And if he takes that next step, like a, like because he has all the intangibles of, of what could be a Josh Allen with his legs, with his arm strength, with the ability to throw on the run. If in fact he can bring it all together, I think the San Francisco 49 has become a very, very dangerous team. Okay. So moving on now. Now I want to talk about Carson Wentz. Let's talk about Carson Wentz and the Washington football team. And here's the thing, because you know when we talk about this stuff, it fantasy implications as well. Um, I think this very much helps with someone like Terry McLaurin. You know, Terry McLaurin is a is great at running the deep ball. He's great at going up and getting the football, too. Um, you know, this is a, a team that has Logan Thomas. They have Antonio Gibson. This is a good football team. But Carson Wentz, once again, is a regular season quarterback. This is his last chance. This is Carson Wentz's final chance final year to save his career as a starting quarterback. Okay, that's all I mean by that, as a starting quarterback. Last year, he had a 4-1 to touchdown to interception ratio. Very, very good, and he's cut. Why would that be? Because he is the James Harden in big games of the NFL. He shrinks. He throws terrible, terrible interceptions that just straight up deflate the team. It's probably tough to bounce back. Like even It's just such a hard loss. The losses that he gives a team where you're fighting the entire game and you have a chance to go down and win it for your football team and you just throw a pick again and again. It deflates you and you have to come back from that. You have to overcome all that emotion every single time. That's what Carson Wentz does to you. Okay, he had the best run game in all of football, and he still couldn't get it done and take this team to the playoffs. If this team would have gotten the, I mean, you guys heard me gas up the gas up the Colts, and maybe that's why I'm rattled about it. But he just absolutely blew it. This had this team had a great defense. They had the best run game in John, with Jonathan Taylor in all of football. Running over 100 yards per game, you got the play-action game going, and you're still finding ways to blow it. So yeah, I'm definitely out on Carson Wentz and the Washington Football Team. I'll be on the Cowboys to win that division. If what sucks is I did a division future this year, hit every single one, and you guys knew I was on the Bengals, but hit every single one. 25 bucks to win 75 grand. Guess the only one I missed, and I feel so stupid. The Washington football team. And the the worst part was when Ryan Fitzpatrick went down week one, I knew it was over. I knew that was it, you know. But, I mean, I didn't imagine that I would hit every single division winner other than that one with the Cowboys. So, that sucks, but we'll be back at it again this year. And I uh, think I got a good feel. I mean, there's a lot of good odds futures, like even with the Chargers at plus 400 to win their division. That's pretty damn good in itself. They're going to be a very tough team. You know, they got all their weapons. Austin Ackler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. And now they're trying to get to that defense a little bit. So I am. I'm very interested to see what the Chargers can do next year as well. But moving on, another thing that I wanted to talk about today was... The Pittsburgh Steelers. Who? What player do you think could go there? Who potentially has the best fit? And now that some puzzle pieces have moved, like Aaron Rodgers going back to the Packers, like Russell Wilson to the Broncos, Carson Wentz to the Washington football team, who goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers or who fits best? Because to me, that's not a roster that you that you want to waste, you know, with Deontay Johnson, with Claypool, with Najee Harris. You know, this is a very good Pittsburgh Steelers team. And last year, their defense wasn't nearly as good as that of years past. So I got to imagine Mike Tomlin, that's one of the things he is going to sure up. You know, that run defense was bottom three in the NFL, I believe. If not bottom three, they were bottom five. Very, very bad. But Defensive Player of the Year in T.J. Watt. They have key, key pieces to grow with going forward. So I think that is going to be a a focal point, especially in the draft or maybe even free agency. And who do they want at quarterback? Is it a Deshaun Watson? For me, you know, Deshaun Watson is currently plus 1,000 to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Is that really what you want to go through? You know, um, again, I don't know all the details of the Deshaun Watson case. I've heard some of it can be pretty bad. And is I don't know. For me, is that what you want to surround your franchise with? I personally say no. They've already been through that shit with Ben Roethlisberger in the past, and I'm sure it wasn't fun. So let's not do it again. So for me, what I would be looking to is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is plus 900 to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're used to having up-and-down games just like Big Ben. You guys, I mean, a lot of people forget. Big Ben has had multiple, like, four-interception games. There are some games where you're like, what the hell is going on with Big Ben? Jimmy is not that different. He has very consistent games. He'll put on a stretch of about five games in a row, and then he'll have one of the most brutal games you've ever seen, and you move on from there. You know, to add to... Jimmy Garoppolo has always been successful with the run game. They have Najee Harris. They have a running back in Najee Harris who can catch out of the backfield incredibly well. He's a serious, serious weapon for a quarterback in terms of checking it down, everything. And then, you know, you have a Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, very similar to that of a Debo Samuel. Obviously, Debo better, you know, but Deontay very similar, like with the swing routes, with the slot, with the drags, with the quick slants. He can he has a huge route tree. But what I'm getting at is Jimmy Garoppolo has has already played with a player very similar to that of Deontay Johnson. So I think it would be a quick good fit. You know, uh for someone like Deshaun Watson, not not really as much when he was playing the quarterback um, you know, he had DeAndre Hopkins, he had Will Fuller, and you know, it's been so long since we've seen Deshaun Watson suited up. But, you know, again, for me, it just does. It makes more sense with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I do. I believe this team would have a chance with Jimmy Garoppolo, just like I thought the 49ers had a chance. Um, if that defense shirts up, it, again, any like having a player like TJ Watt who can change the game in an instant. An instant. That's why those edge rushers are so huge. You know, they're probably, you know, quarterback, offensive line edge rushers. That's really what I would go because edge rushers can disguise so many different things. They can disguise bad coverage linebackers, they can disguise Bad coverage corners at times, you know, because they're getting to the quarterback so fast and a quarterback has to throw it up or they're in a bad situation, a fourth and 15, whatever it may be. And you're giving your secondary a far greater chance to make plays and to make things happen. You know, you're more confident in the people behind you when you have those rushers getting to the quarterback because it's a mental game as well. You're getting in in the head. So having a player like TJ Watt already on that defense, and then having players established like Claypool, like Deontay Johnson, like Najee Harris, I think the Steelers team has to go get a quarterback. If you go get Jimmy G, you have maybe a two, three-year window where you can draft someone and focus on building them up. I think it's pretty obvious and evident that at this point in time, Mason Rudolph is not that guy. He's not that guy. He's very similar to Jordan Love in that retrospect. They both just don't look like they're ready for that moment or career backups, I would say. You know, every time I've watched Jordan Love, it's been very, very underwhelming. Every time I've watched Mason Rudolph, it's very, very underwhelming. So I don't expect much to change. And if I were the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jimmy Garoppolo at plus 900 would, would be my target here. I think that gives you a chance and I think that also allows you to build for the future. So I think personally, that is the best move to make. And moving on, this is actually our last last topic of the draft today, or the draft, um, in regards to the NFL free agency. And this one is on Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. And it's really crazy how fast you can, uh, you, you really see the draft change or the draft projections change because Aiden Hutchinson on DraftKings Sportsbook to go first overall has now been moved to minus 250 minus 250 and that's way up there I wasn't expecting it to get like that and honestly I was personally hoping that Aiden would get drafted in Detroit because you know for one I think it it would really help the Detroit Lions. It helps to have that hometown kid, that hometown feel, that kid who wants to put the team on his back and you know take them to the Super Bowl and and build them up and try and create this this dynasty. And then there's also that that part of me where I've actually been in talks with Pro Football Focus about doing some work for them. And you know before I even continue with this, I got to shout out all the listeners, everyone from Detroit sports betters, wherever you've uh, Tuned in on the content, listen to me, whatever it may be. I wouldn't be getting interviews or reached out to by Pro Football Focus, by The Athletic, or any of these brands if it wasn't for the community within Detroit Sports Betters and outside. So again, I know I say it a lot, but I really do appreciate everyone who's tuned into my picks, tuned into the podcast, or just listening or whatever, the Detroit Sports Betters content in general. You know, I wouldn't have been able to kind of build myself up like this if it it wasn't for you guys. And if you guys didn't appreciate and, you know, um, weren't educated on a lot of this content. So I really do appreciate it. And, you know, hopefully if uh, things do progress with pro football focus, then can bring more content and stuff to Detroit sports better. So very excited about that. Just wanted to comment on that very briefly, but Again, it is. It's looking like Aiden Hutchinson is going to be going to the Jaguars. You know, edge rushers are one of those positions that have truly become a premium in in today's NFL. Like I said, think back to that New England Patriots team. Uh, 16-0. Yeah, 18-0 heading into the Super Bowl, I believe. Not good at math, sorry. But in reality, what lost the New England Patriots that Super Bowl? It was the New York Giants edge rushers, Justin Tuck. Michael Strahan, Usy Umanyora. Remember those guys? I th- was Kiwanuka on that team too. Can't recall on Kiwanuka, but that was the reason that the new undefeated New England Patriots lost that Super Bowl, or many Super Bowls. Many. Super- Remember Cam Newton and the Panthers? How hot they were riding until they met the Broncos. Cam couldn't breathe back there, so. In, I mean, or even in this Super Bowl with uh Aaron Donald and Von Miller once again, you know, getting to Joe Burrow, so it they make such a difference and they're such a premium. And Aiden Hutchinson's combine really is what separated him at the end there. You got to shout him out because uh, him being Aiden being a player that didn't even really need to do all the events and he still chose to. Killed it. I believe he had a 93 overall athletic rating for a defensive end. Just insane. So it is looking like he's going to be going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wish it was the Detroit Lions. Um, For me, though, for me, the Lions at number two, I just don't want it to be Malik Willis. And I know some of you probably – have fallen in love with Malik Willis and things of that nature but I just don't want it to be Malik Willis. I'd rather go offensive line or go defense in some way. I am one of those individuals where I don't believe it. I don't I personally do not believe in the Kyler Murrays in the world. I personally do not believe in the Lamar Jacksons in the, of the world. You have heard me talk about it and here and here's somewhat why. Okay, regular season is one thing. Regular season is one thing. Kyler Murray against bad teams. Lamar Jackson against bad teams. And don't get me wrong. They can do it against good teams too. But when you get to the playoffs, when you get to the playoffs, the herd thins as you go. As as teams lose, as teams drop out, defenses tend to increase. You tend to play the better defenses at the end or as you're progressing through the playoffs. Okay. And with that being said, the better defenses can hone in on those guys like Kyler Murray. They can hone in on those guys like Lamar Jackson, whether it be a QB spy the entire game. And I'm not saying there's an easy fix to it. I'm not saying snap your fingers, put a QB spy on Lamar Jackson, you're good to go, boom. You need a particular player, you need a particular defense, and you need a particular scheme. But again, as the playoffs continue, I think you have that. With the top defense in like, Look what the Rams did to Kyler Murray this year. Just look. You know, Michael Vick was in. I mean, would he have gotten one if not for the dogfighting shit? I don't know. I don't know. He was incredibly talented. But again, when he faced the more difficult teams in the world or throughout the NFL, they figured him out. I'm trying to even think who the most athletic quarterback is to ever win a Super Bowl. Is it Steve Young? Hmm. I'm not sure in my head right now. It might be Steve Young, John Elway, you know, John Elway was more athletic than people gave him credit for as well. So, so yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, guys, that's about it for this edition of the Detroit sports bettors podcast. wanted to just talk a little free agency, talk some free agent odds, maybe a little bit of draft odds. And as we close in on the draft, I will do a Detroit sports bettors podcast that focuses entirely on the top 10 draft picks where I think they should go, where I would personally go and we can tune into that. And you know, it is, it's exciting that the draft is coming up. It's one of my favorite days. Uh, very good. And two, the nba as well we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs i personally think it's easier to pick spreads and player props throughout the nba playoffs because you know what minutes are going to, the players are going to get you know if a player gets a little banged up he's going to stay in it's not one of those situations where he stubs his damn toe and he and he leaves for the game and then i lose all my bets because of it you know so i'm excited for the nba playoffs as well i'm still in the same boat still in the same boat If, in fact, the Nets have Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons has been worrying me a little bit. Like, why isn't your ass in the game? Like, just get in the game. What's going on there? So once Ben Simmons starts playing for the 76ers, I'll probably place my future bet on the 76ers. I just need to see him play. Get your ass in a game. Show me you're going to play. That's it. As for the Dubs, I'm still in with the Dubs. The Warriors are the best team in the West, hands down. They just need Draymond Greenback. They need him running that offense. They need him running that defense as well. And I think they'll be good. So those are still my top two teams. And uh, yeah, we'll be covering that more as the weeks go on and we progress and get closer and closer to that. You know, again, myself and my buddy Art from the Art of Combat podcast, we will be covering a lot of the UFC cards. Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson just signed a fight. So a lot of exciting stuff uh, coming, guys. As always, we greatly appreciate you tuning into the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. Shout out our proud partners in DraftKings Sportsbook, as well as PrizePix DFS, which if you have not signed up with PrizePix yet, I'm shocked. You guys have to. This is, in my eyes, the best new app out there. They're getting golf. Uh, they have golf. You know, they have a lot of really cool stuff with golf. If you like golf, check that out. UFC, they have every sport now every sport. And it's a uh, very, it's a quickly growing brand. They won fantasy company of the year. So guys, check them out. And if you do, if you decide to sign up, use code DSB when you do 100% money match up to $100. Okay. As always, I greatly appreciate you guys tuning into the Detroit Sports Betters podcast. I am Matt Koalas. Happy Friday, everyone. And have a great weekend. I am out.